good evening, everyone. You may have thought that we weren't going to record because everything was getting cancelled. But I tell you what, the only thing that's not getting cancelled, the unranked podcast. It is me, Tom Caswell, and I'm here with Dan Ween. Dan, how you feeling? I'm feeling great. Uh, you know, just high fever, <laughs> bit of a cough. Right, uh, chills, you know, the usual. shortness of breath. But yeah. you know, other than that, doing okay. No, I'm, feel, I'm feeling fine. Uh, every, been in and out of the city, uh, risking my life every day, and uh, I feel fine. But you are not really going to be going into the city anymore because you are going to be working, quote unquote, working from home. From I will on. be working from home. Uh, I feel like I feel like we're talking a lot right now mm. about uh, the coronavirus, but mm. we have an expert with us today. Oh yes, I no, heard I heard that do. you had called in your expert. We do. Right. I would like to, so just for the people who also have video, we're going to, we're going to get them in here also. Uh, this, this here is Patty the Pandemic Platypus. Move it to the left a little bit. Oh, uh, sorry, other left. Oh, there you okay. go. There you go. There we go. There's Patty the Platypus. Right. The pandemic, uh, pandemic platypus. Pandemic expert. Right. Pandemic expert. Right. Uh, Patty, you want to say hi? Sure. It's great to be here talking about this pandemic. It is my... It is my pleasure to be here and share information with you guys. Now, uh, Patty, um, good, good to meet you. Dan's never mentioned you. Um, what, what is your, what is your uh, history? What's your expertise? What, what's well, your resume? Uh, last pandemics I've dealt with were uh, the swine flu. Uh-huh. And before that, the SARS pandemic. Okay. This is very similar, only this got a little out of control. Really out of control, I'd say. Really out of control, and I mean, I'm no expert. I know you. I know you're the expert, but really out of control. That's how it is. Uh, well, we'll we'll come back to Patty in a bit. Um, Tuna is not going to be joining us this week. He has no. He will not. He has. We were all meant to be on today, but Tuna. He, he unfortunately had, uh, had a last second work call. Yeah, at eight p.m., which really fucking. I kind of. I I would have been. Sounds like, like dinner. I'm not taking Sounds it. Sounds like a dinner date. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then Chris, who funnily enough texted me, texted us earlier, and he was like, I'm not worried about the grocery store shutting down. Two hours later, he's like, uh, I'm stuck at the grocery store. It's a war zone. <laughs> he is stuck in grocery hell. Like, I've actually got many texts today about that. Like, friends are like, hope you guys stocked up on toilet paper. Right. Well, I'm like, this yeah. isn't even like a toilet paper disease. No, I don't need the toilet paper is the least of my problems. Right, we Patty? No, you are not going to shit yourself because of this particular pandemic. This is mainly a respiratory problem. Uh, thanks, thanks, Patty. Patty. Thanks for letting us know. Yeah, we, uh, my roommate and I, uh, well, I guess we'll, we'll save that for off topic. But before we talk more about coronavirus and defer to Patty's expertise, uh, let's talk about this week's Pokemon. Pokemon 210, Granbull. Uh, so neither of us were on last week, Dan, uh, when they uh, talked nope. about Snubble. But this is the evolution to Snubble. Granbull is a purple bipedal bulldog-like Pokemon. It has a prominent lower jaw with two long fan-like growths. Its upper jaw has two small fangs. The jaws are so heavy that the Pokemon has trouble keeping its head up. On the sides of its head are flat curved ears and its small nose is black. There is a black collar around its neck with two small markings on it. Around its wrists are two black band markings and it has a short tail. Despite its fierce appearance, it is actually very timid. Unless Granbull is startled, it will not bite indiscriminately. If attacked, it will flail about to fend off its attacker. Granbull wanders around urban areas. What is your take on this? Uh, it, so this is like a nightmare bulldog, I guess? Sure, like yes. this, 
It's like a, it's like everything that I would want to avoid. Like this thing has horns on its bottom lip. Yeah, um, it's kind of terrifying, especially in comparison to Snobble, its evolution, which is meant to be but like. Imagine the skeletons, Pokemon. even like if you also like a skeleton mm. from this thing, it'd be terrifying. Right, it would be like a reverse saber tooth tiger in a way because it has the, the kind of yeah, only and it's got like these weird flappy ears. Like what's going on? It's like half an ear on each side. But, I don't know what's going on there. As as kind of scary as it is, though, I think it's a really cool design. And, like, it's it's one of those Pokemon that is, like, it looks like you could fuck you up. And yeah, back in I the day, that. that was very important to me. I wanted a crew of Pokemon that looked like they could fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want anything that looked like it wasn't going to, like, kick the shit out of you. Yeah, um, I mean, if you're fighting Pokemon, this seems like a cool one to have. Kind of like... It, not, not not very similar to because there's a lot of differences, but almost like Blastoise. Like it's just mm. like a cool fight. It looks like it can fight. Oh yeah, it can. It can definitely. Although it says it's pretty timid, but I guess if it's it back says to that, but I feel like when you like you know tell it to do a move, it just doesn't It'll move do it anyway. It. Uh, so let's see what trivia do we have here? Grand Ball and its pre-evolved form share the category with Clefairy and Clefable. They are all known as the Fairy Pokemon. Uh, is this even interesting? This doesn't seem interesting. It might not be. Sometimes it's not. Yeah, you can't no, win them all. Not. Uh, Gramble is the first Pokemon to evolve on screen in the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon series. And that seems appropriate since they just released the remake of the first Mystery Dungeon game. So I wonder if that's the case in the, in the remake that they just released. And Granbull has the highest attack stat of all non-legendary fairy type Pokemon. So that, there you go. This guy is good in the scrap. Um, All right. I mean, one of its moves is run away, but at the same time. Um, <laughs> but the other move is intimidate. <laughs> intimidate, yeah. which means I feel like I feel like this thing can't actually fight. I feel like this thing, if it doesn't intimidate you, it's done. Right. It's, it's, it's kind of like in My Hero where All Might like, puffs himself up, but he can't really fight anymore. He can just look like... Not anymore. Right. No, but, like, it, it, this thing could never fight. Like, at sure. one time, All Might was, like, this awesome strength superhero. Sure. Um, yeah, good stuff. Grand Ball, great Pokemon, great pokes. Um, all right, let's What's move that? into off-topic. That's a shame. So, obviously, oh, coronavirus dominating oh, yeah. everything in life. I was yep. meant to be going to Disney next week. Um, Disneyland is closed. Disney World hasn't closed yet. But I wonder if, even if it doesn't close, if uh, I'm even going to be able to fly out of New York. I have a feeling that they're going to shut down the airports here um, by the beginning of next week. So happy birthday to me. <laughs> well, a couple fun things about that are, mm. A, I would, so earlier I read about Disney Plus. Like when I woke up, it was like, one of the things trending because coronavirus hadn't completely dominated the news yet. Sure. And uh, what was trending was is that Song of the South, which is a 1946 Disney movie. Uh-huh. Uh, right. Would never Super be racist, on Disney Plus. Right, right, right. Super right, right. racist. Yeah. The f did, did, so, like, one of the most famous rides at Disneyland is Splash Mountain. I did not realize that that ride comes from that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. But they're totally okay with having that in the park. I had just... Uh, I had just... Uh... Because I was like, last week, I planned all of my, because I'm staying at a resort, so I have like fast pass ability. So I was planning all of my fast pass rides, and that was one of them. But of course now it was. I'm a fucking, you have to. it's a racist, 
Now nah, I'm right. It's gonna, been racist. I mean, you can you can definitely <laughs> you can definitely do that ride. In an I wonder if way. there's anything like hidden about it that's like a little like suspicious. Like, <laughs> I mean, just like the cartoon <laughs> characters around it are a little. Mm-hmm. Sure, I guess so. I wonder if they're a part of the ride yeah. at all. Um, so yeah, uh, sure. we, my roommate and I today, we rushed out. Well, I didn't rush out, but we got wind that New York might be shutting down over the weekend. And so we went out and just made sure we had plenty of supplies. And the grocery store wasn't too bad, but I'm so glad we went when we did because we started seeing like things on Instagram, on people's Instagram stories, where all of these grocery stores in New York were just overrun with people. Um, I don't know how, how, other than work, I guess, how, 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 how has life been for, for you under this new coronavirus? Honestly, situation? not, not too much different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, like work shut down, but like all, so like all of the sports are done now. Right. So like yesterday I was watching basketball mm-hmm. and I realized at some point when they, when they canceled, um, the jazz game. They canceled the Jazz Thunder game because one of the players on the Jazz who wasn't in the building had been tested positive for coronavirus, and they had to test both teams. Um, I knew that there wouldn't be sports for a while, so I just I was right. like, I should watch everything I could possibly end. watch tonight. Sure. And that and, guy, uh, it that looks guy like who was on the Jazz, he apparently like at a press oh, conference called, last week, like touched. No, on not the even mics. last week. This was Monday. On Monday, he was joking around. <laughs> he was like, he was like, "Oh, you think I have it?" And he was like touching all, all the mics at a press conference. Uh, and they were on a road trip, so they went to Washington, right? I think Boston. Uh, obviously, Oklahoma City is where they were last night, but like they've been all over the place. And who knows when he got it? Right. He definitely and got so, it like, before Monday. <laughs> well. Not necessarily. You don't. I mean, it. The incubation period is like what anywhere from two to fourteen days. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, he could have. It could have been right. Could have got it after on Monday. Yeah, but it's unlikely. I'll, I'll go with unlikely. Um. Yeah. So if you are out there listening, um, stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Try and do as little. Try and have as little interaction with people as possible just for the next couple of weeks because. We are going to want to nip this in the bud quick because the worst. That's correct. If you, as long as you stay away from everyone like I do, uh, I do a good job of making sure no one wants to come near me. I constantly right. smell like shit. Right. It is a very good strategy. Uh, don't shower, uh, mm. but do wash your hands. It's a very confusing combo. Right. Uh, even though I don't have hands, make sure your hands are very you get clean. But no, everywhere else can be dirty as well. well. <laughs> here, I mean, here's the real thing: with the washing of the hands, is just constantly making sure if you did touch it, that you clean them before you touch your face or other people. Right. Like w- w- cleaning your hands or putting pure on them is not going to magically make coronavirus go away if you have it. Right. Uh, and it's also if you're staying in your house and you're constantly pureling, nothing is going to change. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. But you know, yeah, you just don't want to. Yeah, get it inside inside of your system. You just want to make sure that you have. Yeah. I could have it. I don't know. Like I, I might not know for another week. Well, I was I missed last week because I was very sick, uh, and I got test. Well, I got tested, ju- and it was just influenza, uh, just right re- the regular flu. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah. there was one coach for uh, for Nebraska. They were playing a game uh, last night, and mm-hmm. everyone freaked out because he looked like sick on the bench and having to leave in the game early. Yeah. Uh, 
so before the game, they had tested him for coronavirus. Uh, he tested negative for it, so they let him coach. Turns out he had influenza A, which right. I had is B. just the which is mine. the common cold. Right. B is what you would consider the flu. Yeah, yeah, I had uh, I had B. Uh, so that was pretty nasty, and a lot of the same symptoms. And honestly, like I've still got a little cough here and there. So it's really funny, like being out and about, and like I like cough into my arm, and people are like, oh! and I'm like, don't worry, it's just the regular flu. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've obviously had a lot of time off. So one of the things I did was uh, I watched the Castlevania cartoon uh, okay. on Netflix. This was season three of Castlevania. Uh, I didn't know that was even like a thing. Yeah, honestly. no. Uh, what's his name? Adi Shankar, who did all of like the bootleg YouTube videos. So there was like that Punisher thing with Thomas Jane, who had played the Punisher in the Punisher film. But this was like, <laughs> this was like, um, he calls it his bootleg universe. So he makes a bunch of like gritty, dark reboots of things. So he made like a Power Rangers short film, and it was like really fucked up. Um, he also was one of the main people that got the Dread movie made in 2012. And one of his projects recently has been this Castlevania animated series, and it is fantastic. Um, even if you don't play the Castlevania games, it is really exceptional. And this season was really fucking cool. Uh, enjoyed it quite a bit. Really trippy towards the end because it deals with like alternate dimensions and stuff like that. And like accessing hell and things. Um, and it unfortunately like separates some of the main characters so that they're not all having these confrontations. Also, Dracula isn't in it because he actually dies at the end of season two. Spoiler alert. Wow. Spoilers. Um, but how they deal with that and everything is really interesting. Um, so really enjoyed that and binged it in like a day because there's only like eight, ep eight episodes, 20 minutes piece. But, I have been rewatching with Brooke, who is surprisingly into it, uh, My Hero Academia. Um, we are about halfway through the sports festival. Okay. Um, I still need to finish off the current season. I'm not, I'm not up to date yet. I've, I'm a few episodes behind on that, pretty much because all the My Hero I've been watching, I've been watching with Brooke. She loves it, man. Like, holy shit. Like, I thought she'd just, like, enjoy it a bit and, like, maybe check it out, but she's, like... Let's watch an episode. Let's watch an episode. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, so, been enjoying that. And I'm watching it uh, with the dub this time and not the sub. So, that's been interesting. Oh, you were a subs guy? I, I've I'm always subs. been dubs. So subs. Like, I just subs boy. Subs boy over here. I, I don't like reading TV. I like to be able to walk, like, just look away and still know what's going on. I, 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 f I feel that. I just, I think that it helps me remember the names a lot better and it helps me kind of remain engaged in the um story and usually another one of the things is because it's anime and it's so weird it being in like their native language kind of helps me process kind of how ludicrous it all is whereas with the dubs they'll say something and i'm like that's a really fucking weird thing to say or do <laughs> but the dubs are really good and the trans the way that they translate it and some of the things that they've changed in the translation is is really good, so I I've been I've been enjoying rewatching it with the dubs. Um, what have you been up to this week? Anything fun or interesting? No, I was just at uh, work a bunch, and I was supposed to be working even more. And uh, yeah, no, it was, it was pretty much nothing at this point. Uh, I got nothing. 
let's see. Uh, let's see, it's Thursday. No, work, uh, work, work, work. Oh, so I've been doing this thing recently. This is something. Mm. Um, so there's this service that I started using. I don't think I've talked about it yet, or at least since I've gotten my first shipment. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called Tavor. They, like, deliver craft beers. So, okay. like, they, they offer up, like, one or two or sometimes more a day, but usually one or two uh, of some, like, beer that you might not be able to get, like, in your area. Like, a lot of them, like, Oregon or Washington for me or, like, California, sometimes, like, in the Carolinas. And, like, they're good beers, but, like, how the hell would I ever get one without traveling there? So, like, they'll describe the beer to you, like, this is rated blah, blah, blah by whoever. This is the type of beer it is. This is what it tastes like. And then you can decide how many you want to order. And so, like, my first shipment, I got, like, ten or so. And I oh, nice. went through those pretty quick. And Is, uh, uh, is it a subscription coming. thing? Like, are you just paying it a... It can be. Okay. So it doesn't have to be, and you can you can move forward or backwards your delivery date. So basically, you fill up your cellar, you buy them as you go. So like you could buy like I want two of these IPAs, and then it'll put them aside for you, and whenever your delivery date comes up, mm-hmm. it'll ship them out. And they were good. Uh, the beers I've had so far, but Dope. there's still more coming. What's They're the name ones of the service? Time, so. uh, Tavor, T A V O U R. It's uh, uh, it's on app only. The computer gotcha. It has like a website, but you can't do anything on it. Gotcha. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll expect more beer reviews from Dan over the next few weeks. I wonder if they're still going to be shipping, but uh, we'll oh, see. Oh, they'll ship. Yeah. One ship today. Oh, very nice. Um, okay. Uh, what have we been playing? You've been playing anything, Dan? Hell yeah, I love games. No, I actually realized games. pretty recently that I have not actually played any video games the last like week or so. Wow. I was like, that's not... I got to get back on you, You'll probably have some time to do that. Over the next couple yeah, of weeks, I, I guess. <laughs> I was actually I was catching up on Better Call Saul the last couple ah, of days, too. How is that? I, I heard I'm hearing it's really I've heard it's really good, but I just hear I enjoy that. the show, but this season seems like it's it's moving a little bit already, which is good. Okay. Yeah, I, I a lot of people have been saying that they almost think it's better than breaking bad, which is I think it's just recency bias. Sure. Honestly. Sure. Uh it's possible it's better just because we know what we're doing with series television. Right. More than we did 10 years ago? Sure. Like but Breaking Bad also... kind of set the standard, right? That and Mad Men, I feel, oh. were the first two TV shows that were like, holy shit, this is, we're now in this new age of TV, so. I don't know about, the. I mean, The Sopranos are probably also in that mix a little earlier. Sure, and The Wire, things and like Wire, that. And The Wire, just like getting, it's kind of like the anti-hero angle. But, you know, um, HBO has always kind of had that pedigree, I think, you know. Yeah, but AMC, for AMC TV, for sure, those were, like, the two shows that put them on, like, the map. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to watch Better Call Saul. I watched the first season of it, and I loved it, and I just never picked it up again. Um, Breaking Bad, one of my favorite TV shows ever, as it is for many people. So I expect to once. Is this the final season? Have they? I'm not sure, I don't, honestly. I don't think it is. Um, I, I don't think it's official, but I gotta I gotta check that out because uh, I'll probably just binge it once it's once it's done. Um, okay, yeah, what we've been playing? Well, I have been playing uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which is actually going to be our Game Pass game for episode two fourteen. So next month we'll be talking about that. It's part of Game Pass. It's a new release from Xbox. Um, been playing a little bit of it. Loving it and loving some of the subtle changes that they've been, uh, that the gameplay has made. Some things that I think 
even though I really enjoyed Ori in the Blind Forest, there were a couple of gameplay hitches that seemed very annoying. And those seem to have kind of been remedied a little bit with uh, Will of the Wisps. So I cannot wait to play more of that game. Um, and then the other thing I've been playing is the new Battle Royale, Warzone, which is the new Call of Duty uh, Battle Royale as a part of Modern Warfare. And uh, this is really good, Dan, because it's actually free to play. Uh, so you can you don't need to own Modern Warfare in order to play it. Um, so any any of us can jump in. Do you need opposable thumbs? Uh, I think you do, Patty. Unless you got one of those uh, Microsoft uh, accessibility controllers. If you want to use like a regular controller, I think you're going to need opposable thumbs. Okay, because I actually do like the Call of Duty games. Yeah. But uh, usually I can only watch... I can only watch them play. Right. I think I think you might have the same issue here as well, Patty. Sorry about that, bud. Yeah, sorry, Patty. <laughs> uh, so the new Warzone does a lot of actually really cool things. So firstly, it increases the player count to 150. So it's a huge map with a lot of players on it. Secondly, there are like side missions. I think they're just called like recon missions in the game. So you can find these tablets... And pick them up. So, like, during Warzone, there's side missions, or you can just find the tablets during Warzone? So, you f- so you're, like, on the map, like, and you, as you're finding weapons, you can also find these tablets. And when you pick them up, they give you optional objectives. So, go to this part of the map and secure a point, or... Okay, so it is during the Warzone. It is during... Like yeah, mode. no, it's okay. not, like, a separate thing. It is during the Battle Royale. Um, and so, or there's things like, uh, here's a supply crate, go find it. Or in this location is this, uh, player, go find them and kill them. And it will actually tell you if you have a bounty on your head, they're like, Hey, someone's coming to get you. Um, and then, so there's that. And then on top of that, it maintains some of the, um, things you find in a regular Call of Duty game. So if you shoot, It'll actually show you, you appearing on the minimap. Oh, Chris is here. Hey. Uh, What's going on? We're just talking about what we've been playing. Yep. Oh, Chris, have you met uh, Have you met Patty yet? Is Chris recording? I, this, this is, uh, yeah, I'm Patty, the pandemic platypus. I was giving everyone information earlier, but now we're talking about Call of Duty, which I love, but I can't really play. <laughs> uh, how do you spell Patty? Uh, she, he... Uh, he? I don't even know. Uh, I think it's a he. Uh, P-A-T-T-Y. P-A-T-T-Y. Okay. Great. Yeah. Platypus are top five animal for me. So, you know, I'm a big fan of Patty. Especially because yeah, he's dropping so much wisdom. about. The I haven't artist. actually met a lot of my uh, platypus brethren because I grew up at the Brooklyn Zoo. Yeah. Uh, that's why I do not have the Australian accent people usually expect. You know, I, I wanted to do a bit like this once, and then I realized I was worried it would be too much like the Besties podcast, uh, the Besties video game podcast, mm-hmm. where Rush I do not Rushdick know who they has, are. <laughs> Rush Rushdick has, like, New York Giraffe, and he basically New has York a bunch giraffe. of different... Yeah, New York Giraffe's my favorite one. That one's good. Uh, but he had all these, like, animal characters that would just... He'd be like, hold on a second, let me bring New York Giraffe in. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not a character, by the way. I am a pandemic no, no, expert. No, no. Sorry, sorry, Patty, sorry. Of course, yeah, no. We apologies. didn't want to dismiss you. Sorry, apologies. Patty. Yeah, pa- Patty gets uh, like, a little offended sometimes. What game were you, you were talking about, Ori? Uh, no, no I, Call of Duty. Talking oh, of the oh, new Call of Duty, Duty Warzone. Right. Um, I heard I heard about that game. I heard about that, that whole bathroom scene, the shower scene, Call of Duty. Bathroom shower scene? Yeah, or, or is this something else? 
like where if you die, you go into this like oh, shower area yes. so, where you gotta fight each other. Yeah, so um that is so one of the game modes that was a part of uh the actual original Modern Warfare release was called Gunfight, and that was two on two matches with like high kill rate in a small map. And one of those maps was this um bathroom in like a Russian yeah. thing. And um so when you die in Warzone in the Battle Royale, you get taken to the gulag, and that's yeah. what this bathroom is. And if you win a one-on-one that's fight awesome. it's in sort this of like, um, small, like the decrepit Russian bathroom, um, you get to um, drop back into the game. So that is an additional thing that they have added to the whole uh, Warzone on top of the side missions. So I was telling Dan, you can find these tablets um you know like an ipad or whatever all around the map as you're doing the battle royale and it will give you optional mm-hmm. side quests like go t- go capture this point on the map or go get this supply drop or hunt this ca- hunt this player down and if you complete them it gives you cash rewards which you can then use at buy stations to not only buy kill streaks but also if you have a player that's either died too many times or didn't when in the gulag you can pay to have them brought back in kind of like in apex legends so there's a lot of uh things that are very different and feel like an evolution for the battle royale so i haven't spent too much time with it i haven't gotten a win yet but you're constantly doing something even if you die which is really cool that's cool i like that that's pretty awesome. Um, and I did talk a little about a bit about Ori. Uh, what have you What have you been up to? What have you been playing? So I haven't played much. Um, I didn't think I was going to be on this week. I was going to go to the digital. I mean, you guys did off topic already. Yeah, which you could that talk is about like it. the only thing I have. So, <laughs> what were you uh, yeah, What were you going to get? Go do? back in time. Can I? Can I go? Can I? Okay, then I'm just going to do that because we're just going to uh, make a rewind noise. Hold on. That was impressive. What's that? Not oh, a game. There we go. That's a shame. It's off topic. Oh, yeah. Let's sit down for some clowning around. Hey, yeah. So my off topic. First of all, mm. I was going to go. I mean, it's obviously coronavirus uh, related. Mm. I just got back from I just got back from the grocery store. Right. And that was I mean, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have been to a grocery store. That was a war zone. Yep. That was I mean, a lot of the things I, I went for a lot of the um, non-perishable items. Of course. Specifically on this trip. I'm leaving Teresa up to the like produce uh, I'm letting her handle like some frozen stuff. I mean, we're gonna order, I think, stuff too online just because whatever. But it's like rice. I had to go to the bulk bin. There was nothing left, and I was like, "There's barely any of that left at the rice." Mm-hmm. Uh, like there was not a box of pasta left except for like some like knockoff like crappy lasagna. Wow! Uh, like noodles, not a box of pasta, not a not a teaspoon of peanut butter left, <laughs> not. A crumb. There was. I had to get cereal in like the big bag of cereal. I had to get. Sure. <laughs> like they didn't, yeah, industrial they didn't size, have any. Right. Yeah, yeah. They had what no boxes of cereal. It, uh, it was actually. So I I went to the Whole Foods nearby just because it was the closest thing. Was it like Whole Foods to... Circulos? Yeah, uh, that's exactly what I got. Yes. <laughs> uh, as well as the Whole Foods Frosted Flakes, um, which I think like a lot of those were left because I think people thought those were like the third party brand. Cause even the whole foods boxes were gone. All of the, mm. all of the boxes of cereal were gone. Um, there was no pasta sauce left, but I was able to get like tomatoes as well as like canned, like crushed tomatoes and stuff. Yep. So I can make sauce. That's fine. Uh, plenty of cheese. Um, 
bread. I got bread, gonna free some bread. But it was it was just it was insane. Yeah. I mean, I got I was on the line like it was almost an hour of waiting to check oh, out. Oh god, it was that sucks. Closer, closer, maybe to forty five minutes in an hour. And it's but so it funny because was... you had texted me oh. earlier today. You were like, "I'm not I'm not too worried about the grocery stores." <laughs> no, I'm not worried about the grocery stores closing. Sure, necessarily. Sure. Um, but there. Like we just didn't have a ton of food in the house at the at the time, yeah. and like the freezer accidentally got left open recently, so like I had to throw a bunch of stuff out. That sucks. Um, which honestly, I think there's a lot of old stuff in there, so it kind of needed to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like, well, wait, <laughs> what if there's like no food left because right. everyone's yeah. buying all the food? It's like we're not gonna have food shortage if people don't act like animals, but everyone's acting like an animal, so now I have to act like an animal. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and I, you. You have no idea. I mean, it's better safe than sorry, I guess. And here's I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make an Alex complaint. Mm. Just because we're all doing the same thing doesn't mean people need to start talking to each other. Everyone wants to be left alone normally, and now suddenly because people are acting crazy, <laughs> everyone wants to fucking talk to me. From the parking lot to the Whole Foods, I had not one, not two, but three different people be like, "Good luck in there." Before I got to the store. Yeah, that's okay. why I always say one of the best ways to stop a pandemic is to just tell people to go fuck themselves. Mm. Right. <laughs> Be as threatening as possible and tell them, yell, they'll yell stay, across the room. Stay Otherwise, they'll come like, closer. Right, right, right. I feel like if we had you. Patty the panda pandemic panda bear here, that would be more helpful. Panda bears don't know anything about pandemics. So yeah. That's just oh, okay. fucking nonsense. Pa- pandas my, have my no mistake. survival instincts whatsoever. No. No, no, so. no, of course not. They absolutely don't. Um, and then the only other thing was, so I was going to go, originally I wasn't going to be here. There was the Digimon movie premiere tonight. Uh, I was oh, going was with Matt the Acevedo. Digi- it was the Digimon um, movie. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was through Funimation because he, yeah. he hosted the My Hero Academia stuff. So tonight right. was another one of the like media premieres. But then that got canceled. I decided last minute not to go to Dodgeball last night. And now I'm looking in my text group. Everyone's bummed because Dodgeball, well, the season is now canceled. And someone was, someone, uh, my friend Aileen on my team was like, can you believe that that guy was just coughing on our team all night last night? And I was like, what? And then apparently John was like, oh, I just found out why they canceled the rest of the season. Apparently, one of, like, one of the players who was out sick this week just got back from Italy. Oh, God. Great job, guys. So, Great job. I'm so glad I did not go last night. I made the right call with that because that is... And they, they, they gave me shit last night for it when I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay home. I was like, everything is canceled. Yeah. No, it's like the NBA is not is The not NBA anymore, so. is not happening. We should like, not be having these unsanctioned yeah. dodgeball matches. <laughs> yeah, oh I think God. I think Hamilton's is canceled. The last I looked, our group, we were talking about like, and they were like, let's put up for a vote and see if people want to come. And I was like, why am I the one here saying we shouldn't be doing this? Right, right, right. Oh, my God. I, I have a feeling that all events were a bunch of people get together probably won't happen for a little while yeah yeah so uh that's that's pretty much that was my that, oh and um uh since i've been watching on a tv because i work from home um which i think a lot of other people are going to be able to start doing i ran out of stuff to watch i got cbs all access star trek picard pretty good not star trekky <laughs> but pretty good not star trekky at all um huh. star trek discovery something that i was not interested in very star trekky love it Really into Star Trek Discovery. Star Trek Picard is good, but it, it what is it's, it? Um, 
I mean, it's like it's like a thriller drama in the Star Trek world. It's not like he's not captain of a ship. So it's very much about like it's a very huh. like one big story. Is it like but, before or after he is? Captain it's after of the ship? it's 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 like after everything that's happened. So I don't know if I good. care about that. Yeah, I, might I mean, care more before. Here's what I would say is it's good, but it's not it doesn't feel like Star Trek. Yeah. Okay. Because it's not like we're going to go to a place and we're going to encounter it. It's more like there's a big conspiracy. It feels like a big movie. It just feels like I'm watching a big movie. Um, so if you're holding out on that, I would just say wait till the season's done so you can binge it at this point. Yeah, I like him better as the boss in the CIA on American Dad. Is that who he is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he voices <laughs> is that show that still character. on? I don't know if it's still on. Reruns are still on all the time. Okay. <laughs> Reruns. Well, because I have YouTube TV now. Sometimes I'd be like, hey, oh. American Dad aired at some point yesterday. Do you want to watch the episode? And I'm like, yeah, all right, why not? How do you I like that YouTube attention. TV? I, I'm actually liking it a lot. Uh, the only thing, they recently lost uh, regional Fox Sports Networks, but apparently that won't really matter for the next month or so. <laughs> that is true. Um, but like apparently Fox Sports has this problem on every single streaming service that isn't their own. Their regional services are apparently run by Sinclair. Yes. And uh, Sinclair, apparently their prices are higher than most other channels, and they refuse to lower them, and then these services refuse to pay them. And before you know it, done. Done. Oh, that's all I got. That was my off topic. I didn't really play anything. I've got Ori downloaded, ready to go. I'm going to yeah. probably have a beat before we record next week. Um, do you guys still have anything else you want to play, or should I be skipping forward to news? We should do uh, some I think we're good. News, news, right? News, baby. News. News. News, man. Uh, so, some quick headlines here. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which will be the last major PlayStation 4 exclusive, finally has a release date. It's coming out June 26th. Very excited for that game. They released a story trailer along with that announcement. Looks gorgeous. Um, I really do think that if it, it if they nail it on, if Sucker Punch nails it, it we'll be talking about Ghost of Tsushima like we talk about God of War. Um, time will tell, obviously, but very excited for that game. Uh, Reggie Fizeme has joined the board of directors alongside CEO of Walmart, William Bill Simon, and C and PetSmart CEO James J.K. Simonick. Sim Simonsick. J.K. Simmons? No, it's not J.K. Simmons. It's J.K. Miles Teller? Simonsick. Simonsick. <laughs> they have all joined. Um, for GameStop. For GameStop. Yes, they're all yeah. on the board of directors for GameStop. He must have a plan. That he must have a, a way in which he sees the GameStop brand recognition can be leveraged for a different market that they can pivot to because retail is it won't I mean retail will probably likely never be completely gone, at least for a very long time. Yeah. But to the scale, anything even resembling the scale what GameStop once was is just gonna continue to be dialed back. So he must have an idea as to what's going to happen here. Or he's just going to get a nice fat paycheck when it all goes under. <laughs> also possible. Um, yeah, I, I I, think it's a little of column A and B. I don't... I think that it was very smart of them to bring Reggie on because he has that name recognition. So just having him there might help GameStop out. And then I do think that he might have a plan to... I mean, that biggest thing is they just have to get rid of a bunch of retail locations, unfortunately. They're just going to have yeah. to scale back massively. And they also need to figure out how to make the experience of being there better. 
Yeah, and I don't know if these new like experience centers or whatever they're building where you come in and play games, especially now with coronavirus, like right. what a bad fucking time to launch yeah. that program. Well, I think I think coronavirus is I mean, really, like this is gonna be the story of, of the year for this and every industry because Oh absolutely um, I feel like we hit like peak con culture. It's like there's a con for everything and there's one in like every city, like every month now. Right. Like and at some point or another, it's like, wait, why do we have so many of these? And I think after a year of no cons, because um, I expect San Diego Comic-Con, if it hasn't already, be canceled soon. Right. I, I think p- these companies are going to look at this and they're going to be like, well, how many of these do we actually need to be doing? Right. No, 100%. Con! Uh, obviously, we're going to be talking about the E3 information in a bit, but I'm totally with you. I think that we, I think this year is really going to change our entire outlook on uh, events and uh, basically yeah. anything that is uh, kind of a, especially in the face of climate change, right? Like, what are we going to come back next year and just like do it all over again? There's going to be scaling back. There's going to be uh, limits. And all, I mean, this year is going to change the future f- for a lot of businesses. You got to be, fu- you got to be kidding me. Yeah. What, what's up, Patty? What's you, your, what's you, your thoughts? You fucking humans. Every time something like this happens, you get all excited, like, oh, we're going to change the way we do things, and <laughs> it's going to be so much better. We'll take care of the fucking planet. And you know what you do? You go right back to using your goddamn opposable thumbs. <laughs> we do. We really do. Patty thinks that they're special because they're, like, in this weird, like, kind of a mammal mm-hmm. situation. Why, why are we kind of a mammal? Just because we lay not, eggs? Yeah. But you're Fuck kind you. of a mammal be- because you breastfeed. Well, I don't. Well, <laughs> you did. You breastfed. Okay, but I mean, nothing's, nothing's feeding on my breasts. Look, all I'm saying is that if platypus has got milk. <laughs> Pla- got you got milk? milk and eggs. It's, it's, it's most of the ingredients of French toast. Right. That's true. Right, right. That's true. I mean, if you a platypus tail kind of looks like a, a nice loaf. You just make one right out of that. Boom. Done. That sounds... Cut it off. Oh. Dip it in some eggs. Nope. Have a nice warm glass of platypus milk on the side. <laughs> Patty, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's going to be the bullshit. new... That's going to... You know, we oat milk is in right now next year. Platypus milk. Oh, man. Puss uh, milk. So, next new story. Uh, 2K <laughs> gets... Uh, a licensing partnership with the NFL. So they've struck up a multi-year partnership. Um, it will feature non-simulation yeah. football games. Boo. So Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, Madden still has the, the rights to make realistic football games. But you know what? Uh, just any competition would help because at this point, like Madden has become this repeated thing. Like just like, oh, we're going to turn out literally the same game every year. Change like maybe an option or two that you don't notice and find eight more ways to bill you. And yep. if there's something competing with that that you can at least play football with, whether it's a realistic version or not, that's still something that Madden has to account for and like yeah. try a little harder. And has actually like the real teams. Yeah, the real players and teams. <laughs> that's well, it has thing. the real teams, but it doesn't include the likeness of the players. So 2K's that's deal nine. with... They 2K, have helmets on 2K's anyway. 2K's deal with That's the true. NFL only covers the names, logos, and associated elements of the league and its 32 teams. That's not all Not the you names, need. images, and likeness of any NFL players. Yeah, I just hope it's not like uh, NFL hits. That was fun. 
NFL Blitz, Blitz. Blitz, yeah. The yes. hockey Blitz one was hits. Is the one that everyone likes. Yeah, Blitz yeah. was like, you would just like do like wrestling moves after each play and just beat the yeah. show of the players. No one got hurt because it was, you know, video game. Video game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that, like you said, even if it's not simulation, any football game that isn't Madden coming out is just a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Speaking of comebacks for sports games, rumored Tony Hawk's Pro Skater sequel to feature five songs from punk band The Death Set. So a punk band called The Death Set uh, had posted on its official Facebook page that it had just licensed five new songs to Tony Hawk 2020 game, promising you'll be hearing about it soon. Um, have you ever heard of them, Tom? I've never heard. I've never death heard set. of the death sets. <laughs> and someone uh, hypothesized. I saw they were like, maybe they're just lying to get notice because they know that news places will share it. Maybe they're not doing anything with Tony Hawk. Maybe. Um, I mean, yeah, those Tony Hawk games made a, like a, made a couple bands famous back in like back in the day, the yeah. ninety like late nineties or early two thousands when they came out. Yeah. I don't know if there's much past that. Like I know Goldfinger wasn't really a band anyone mm. had heard of. Yep. And all of a sudden Superman was on uh I think Kids Pro Bop. Skater Two. And then it it took I think off. It was like crazy. Two. Cause two two was yeah. like the big one. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two was yeah. like the, yeah. and then the like most on the third one that had like real had like bands you heard of already. Like I think Green Day was on there. Like Yes. And they had well, I think one of the games yeah. had like a thing with Kiss. And so there was one Good game band. that featured like three or four Kiss songs on it. That sounds like a later but Tony Hawk where it's either way, like, yeah, right. <laughs> the cool thing about Tony Hawk is you're trying to do all these crazy weird tricks and stunts and everything and you've usually good tunes. So Yeah. It's, if they don't I screw mean, that up, that's a good game probably. I like who cares when we have Tiny Hawk coming out later this year? Oh, Bird Skater? What's Skatebird. Skatebird, Skatebird. <laughs> I wish they could have called it Tiny Hawk. Tiny Hawk's Pro Skater. Tiny yeah, Hawk. it would have been awesome. Tiny or Hawk's Amateur Skater. Skater. <laughs> it would have been so awesome. Uh, I'm sure there'd be like some weird issue with that. Well, they <laughs> so. it's it's interesting because there was uh, a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five, which came out I think like maybe four years ago now, which apparently was abysmal. Yeah. Um, and yes, it was. So, and he, I, I know that Tony Hawk has apparently been cl- wanting to make a new good game for a while, so I can see them trying to trying to bring it back. Um, and yeah, like you said, Dan, if if they do, music was so integral to to those games. You, you'd think you need that good tunes, otherwise the soundtrack. game kind of just is you skating around with your TV as low as possible. <laughs> well, I wonder if we'll learn more about it at the next Nintendo Direct, which is rumored for March. In fact, there are two Nintendo okay. Directs there, rumored for let, March. Let's, and I know that these are hopefully likely reliable sources, but there's always a Nintendo Direct rumored for every month. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, Can you believe there's <laughs> two coming up in the next two months? Well, <laughs> suppose, supposedly it is going to be um, kind of back-to-back um, releases, one on the 18th and one on the 26th. Um, the next Direct... Day, wow, they're going for National Hangover Day? Is that, is that what Well, it no, is? it's not National Hangover Day, but it's definitely Irish Hangover Day. Oh, the 18th, right, because of... Well, I wonder what's going to happen with St. Paddy's. Like, is anyone going to be doing anything? <laughs> I'm still going to get drunk. I feel like the more alcohol I have in my system, the more like it is much like Purell inside. Mm. So I feel like I will yeah, keep that's the That's definitely how out. that works. 
That's definitely how that works. I can assure you that is not how that works whatsoever. Wait, why is he starting to sound more like Donald Trump every time you do this? (laughs) I don't think he sounds more like Donald Trump. He's just supposed to be... I'm trying to actually... The sound behind him is supposed to be... um, Remember on uh, Futurama, the guy who's like always like the dirt... Like he's always at the bus stop type guy? Oh, okay. The construction guy? That's what I was going for. Okay. I, That's what I'm something imagining with the accent on this time, but definitely sounded a little. Oh uh, well, but... I'm not perfect. Well, yeah. I mean, look, he's a, he's a platypus from down under. What's he gonna? No, do? he's not. No, he's, from, Bro- he's, from, he's the from the Brooklyn Zoo. Zoo. <laughs> oh, That's why not he was. That's the Australian. good one. He he immigrated here. <laughs> he was born here. I say, he was born here at the Brooklyn Zoo. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I say I missed the backstory. I apologize. I'm sorry. I to think I, I think when I introduced you, I said he was from the Brooklyn Zoo. <sighs> I wasn't, you know. I wasn't. It was a lot <laughs> when you when you were introducing Patty the platypus. There was a lot of information. <laughs> Patty the pandemic platypus. There was a lot of information. There's no panda. Yep. No, the pandemic. Pandemics. Pandemic. pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did uh, you uh, platypus? Plat- plat- pie. Platypus. 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 Uh huh. Uh, anyway, so um, they do, they have uh, poison barbs. Yes, they're not. You F-I-R. don't want to touch them, especially yeah. now with coronavirus. But you definitely don't want to yes. touch platypus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, supposedly two Nintendo directs. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, their their fiscal year is ending in March, and we know nothing past really Animal Crossing. So I we've. What got- are we banking on? What are we What are we guessing? Prime Four, no, they, they. I mean, I would love that for this year, but they restarted it last year. I feel like Zelda's probably ahead of schedule uh, yeah, before Prime Four. I mean, they're going to announce a new Pokemon, right? There's got to be a new th- Pokemon something this year. No, no, we have Mystery Dungeon. They already announced that, and we're oh, getting and DLC. Then the DLC. So you don't yeah. think we're going to get like a Let's Go this year? Absolutely not. Mm. We'll get a Let's Go or something next year, and then following that. We'll get the next generation. It's it's three years every gen. Well, I could definitely see them talking more about the first DLC because I think that's meant to come out April. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think it's June. I think it's that's summer the first one? and then fall. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought this. I thought the June one was actually the second one, but okay. I think it's like June and September mm. is okay. when they're coming out. When's the last yeah. Mario game that came out? So that's what I'm thinking. Odyssey 2? I'm thinking, uh, uh, or just or, like or new Super Mario Brothers style game. Mm-hmm. Like a side scroller or a uh, RPG, like a Paper Mario kind of thing, or maybe like Super Mario 3D World, like remastered. There was that rumor too that, along with the Zelda stuff, that was like they're gonna make a new Mario Kart. I can right. see that happening. I 100% could see that. I can see it happening this year. Um, yeah, re-releasing Mario Kart 8 was such a weird move because it kind of makes it like, oh, okay, so this is this generation's Mario Kart, but then are we not getting a new right. one? Like this is. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, like yeah. this is the definitive. Uh, do you move to nine, or do you kind of like? I feel like you kind of need something, something new next to it, right? I want them to just. Nintendo I want the same right. team to do Nintendo Racing, go with a different mm-hmm. brand, so that if it doesn't work, they go back to Mario Kart and, and do totally do new things. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like yeah. they'd want to keep the Mario Kart just to sell it. Either way, I I yeah, think that's, that I I wonder how though. much that because then you have the important. baggage of Mario Kart. If they can do, if they can, if they can brand a new racing game, yeah. then they don't have to bring in legacy maps. They don't have to bring in legacy items and legacy characters. They can be like, like Smash. Like here's the twelve games that we pick characters from, and here's 
you know, the 20 items that we've got and here's the maps and right. like they, they can drop a lot of things that Mario Kart has. It, that would be so hard to do if they kept the cart name on it, I think. Yeah, they couldn't, they could, they definitely couldn't revolutionize it if it was just Mario Kart 9. It would have to But be, I'd be fine with it if they did. Yeah. I have a question, a real question. So yeah. if they released like the older Mario Karts and called it like the Mario Kart collection or something like that, do you think, okay. you think they would do something like that and release like the a, NES versions and then like the N64 version and then also like have kind of like what Halo did with the Master Chief collection? Well, they have Super Nintendo out. <laughs> That one's available in the SNES store. So maybe, I mean, I could see something like them announcing N64 emulation, but not this soon. That's probably at the end of the year. Or Game Boy, or maybe like yeah. the next wave. I mean, a Mario Kart collection game like Master Chief game is. would be cool, but I don't know. I did. I never thought I, about I, that. I, that I would just, be pretty sweet. I, I just feel with like the fact that the games remake the maps constantly, and so many of the maps from yeah, those games are featured in 8 Deluxe, like, we'd probably... They've in a way already remade it. Um, there'd be oh. no reason to remaster it. You might want to just put your eggs in a new racing basket, dude. It's possible. Two though. things. Two things that we could totally say. Just realized. Mm. Um, Mario versus Rabbits did super oh, well. Oh right, Mario versus Rabbids and that was too. years ago now. Yep, that was launch like. There's year, no yeah. way launch that's a one-off year. for that team. Yeah. I think Nintendo and Ubisoft was very happy oh. with that game. We also... and Mario Party. They put out multiple of those every gen. Yeah, I could see Mario Party 11. That would be an easy kind of just like... With online, that. Mario Party online. <laughs> We're finally giving it to you. <laughs> what um, if We also have to hear they... about Bayonetta 3 as well. Oh. That's happening. I was just thinking for the Mario style game, mm. like maybe go back to a different thing from a few years ago and do like Leisure Suit Luigi. <laughs> with oh. giant dong. No, that would be Waluigi's first game. <laughs> oh my God. That would be yeah, Waluigi's that would first be it. game. That would be yeah. it. Leisure Suit Waluigi. You know what I would be into? A uh, WarioWare. No, like a Wario Party, a Mario Party oh, game shit. that has WarioWare style mini games, micro games. Oh, in it instead. that's cool. That's you know? cool. I would be down for that. There's, there's. Uh, oh, and um, Splatoon. Yeah, that'd be cool spin. There's a very strong rumors that Splatoon three wow. and or a a spin-off Splatoon game because when Splatoon two was announced. One of the, I can't remember who, but one of the girls, like, they did a vote for the two hosts in Splatoon 1, and the one that lost went missing, and now that is, like, happening now with the Splatoon 2 host. They had a vote for which host you like better, and then oh, now something's happening. So it's possible that we could be seeing Splatoon 3. I wonder if there's a, still a huge audience that is playing 2. Yes. Still, really. And it's like, it's like eSports. Like, people are super into Splatoon. Dope. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm down with a new Splatoon game. Uh, what yeah. I'm not entirely down with is the fact that E3 was cancelled. Uh, so we all saw it coming. Yep. We all knew this day would come. But uh, E3 2020 officially cancelled the first year since its inception that it isn't happening. Um, Xbox and Ubisoft have both said that they are going to attempt to have a digital experience that goes over what they would have gone over in that conference. Uh, and then also Jason Schreier mentioned that Warner Brothers was going to, this year, have their own conference, and they were going to talk about that Batman Court of Owls game, that Harry Potter game we heard about ages ago, and then whatever the fuck Rocksteady has been up to. So 
it'll be curious to see if they come out and say, hey, we're going to have um, a digital experience. Um, but yeah, so there will be no convention. I'm sure we'll still get a ton of announcements in June, obviously. Uh, but we won't be going. We won't be playing games there. We won't be having that coverage on that level. And I'm really no. curious to to think what you guys think about that and also about what E3 will look like going forward because they were already this marking little... this year as like a transformational year. Yeah, I mean, the only reason it's canceled is because the coronavirus scare and they just don't want people coming in. It's not like they were going to cancel it anyway and they were like, finally an excuse. Right. right. I've, I feel like they definitely would have had it. Um, also, oh, yeah, I still might be it. going to LA because JetBlue, I went to go cancel my flight and uh, I, I went on the web, their website and they were like, oh, your itinerary has changed. Call this number. And I looked at my itinerary and it was exactly the same. So it looks like they locked everyone's flights up so you have to call the hotline to cancel because they don't want to lose so much money. Yeah. So if I ha- if I can't cancel the flight, I'm still going to go to L.A. I don't know what the hell I'll do when I'm there. Well, yeah, I mean, I would <laughs> give it a little bit, too. The website, I think, are all slammed, so they're partially doing that for traffic as well. Maybe. I'm going to wait and see what the world looks like in a month or two and then figure out if I'm yeah. not coming or not. Because I still would totally. like to go out. Um, but, yeah. Um, but do you guys think that this is kind did you, of... You didn't buy your tickets yet, right? I haven't bought I my d- plane tickets. Okay. I did. Yeah. Dan has bought his plane tickets. Well, that I'm glad that only one of you bought them so far. Then, <laughs> Tuna hasn't yep. done shit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what do you guys think about like E3 going forward? Uh, are we going to see it next year? What What is it going to look like if we do? I think you'll see it next year. Uh, yeah. It's probably going to look much like it would have this year had it happened. Uh, no PlayStation stuff and everything else still going. Yeah. I'm with Dan on this. In fact, if anything, this could end up being good for E3 because not only will E3 be gone this year, but all of the other shows are going to be gone this year. Right. And remember when Sony was like, don't worry, we won't be at E3, but we'll be at like 100 other great shows this year. <laughs> <laughs> that number is dwindling by the day. Sure. Um, but a lot of the people that are lamenting E3 being gone are industry people, and E3 is run by the industry. And so with this getting canceled because of coronavirus, in some ways, it's almost a blessing for the ESA to be like, oh, look, we tried to go in this other direction. We lost just Keeley. We lost, we lost like the 8-bit guys. We're getting a bad name for ourselves. But these people still want an industry event. So how do we make it work so that it's also still... Because it's clear the industry still needs a place where all the people can gather together so that they can network and talk and interview and do all those things. Mm. And that only really happened at E3 because E3 wasn't really a commercial event for the public and so the show floor was like partially to get press but really like that's always been serving the public but it's not been a public event so that's why we're in this weird place of like people are dropping out because they're not making it an industry event anymore so maybe this is their chance to and i don't expect them to be smart but if they're smart they have a year now to say like cool how do we make this an industry event that everyone wants right they have time to figure it out right and, and nail it hopefully because they got a lot of feedback. I'm sure they got a lot of feedback from all the people that decided they weren't going this year and as to why they weren't going. And next year, when all these companies had bad 2020s because they had to delay their games, because they couldn't run their promotional things, they couldn't like send people around to demo them, um, because consoles could get delayed because of production, all those reasons, when next year they need to really like hit the ground running, they're going to need a big thing that people know. And the one big thing that, other than Gamescom that people know is E3. Mm-hmm. 
So now, it could be really important. Do you think we also might see a delay with the console releases this fall? 100%. Yeah. Do you think it's getting delayed to holiday 2021 so they can just try and hit a holiday again? No, I could see them re- releasing next spring. Switch launched in the spring and crushed. Sure. I don't know. I feel like they're still going to try to rush it out for the holidays. Like I feel like we'll be not necessarily over this, but through this by like June or so, like well, at least like on the other side of it cuz that seems to be what China had. China kind of had like that 6 what was it like six, seven weeks? Yeah. And now they're kind of on the other end of yeah, it? Yeah, but we st- we don't know how accurate or true a lot of that stuff is. I mean, there's reports that the... <laughs> I mean, not to get serious, but reports that all the prison labor from the... I don't know how you pronounce it. I've only ever read this word. Uyghurs? I'm not sure. The Uyghurs? Uh, so, essentially, these are the Muslim people that China has been rounding up and putting into concentration camps. They Jesus. are now being por- put into forced labor to run those factories which obviously they're also not going to be running an optimal position. Uh, there's going to be a lot of problems there. I don't have faith that that but, stuff is going to shape up and ship out on time. Yeah. I mean, with if a lot of this, I guess, they wouldn't be really Japan-based because Nintendo. Yeah, I guess it would be China-based factories. That's tough. It's, uh, it, we'll find it, out. And even yeah, manufacturing is going to be huge. We problem. will find out in, I guess, soon. Four, th- I think in three or four months because if it's yeah. bad, they won't want to tell us for a while. I, it's it's into, I believe that you're right, and it will probably still come out this fall. But I Just think it's, it's going to be fake. They want that Christmas it's, rush. Like it, they love the Christmas rush. I think they want the Christmas press. It's going to be like. Less, they'll have like a million consoles instead of like five million consoles. Yeah, they would probably just launch. sell pre-orders if nothing else around Christmas time. Exactly. So that's what I'm thinking is that like maybe they'll be able to churn out like a tenth of what they wanted, and instead of having like ten million consoles ready for the first quarter, they'll have a million consoles ready. It's gonna be like the fucking consoles. wheel over again. <laughs> it's going to be like the Wii. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's gonna it's, be hard to get a console. Uh, which is, you know what? Whatever. If we have to wait another year for new consoles, that's f- fine. Like, because all the new games are going to still run on the Xbox One, basically, this right. year. So I'll still be playing. The, I'll play Halo. Halo Infinite on my Xbox right. One X. That's fine. Yep, is it? It'll along on my regular is Xbox. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to do well on your regular Xbox. That's No. <laughs> oh, my God. That thing is going to chug. Yeah. It's going to be bad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, but yeah. Time, time will tell with all of this, but it's... I'm bummed, though. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. This would have been, like, the year, yep. especially as, like, a possible last E3 in many ways, people were thinking. Like, yeah. Because I went to E3 2012 when they had, like, the big Sony, like, PS4, Xbox, like, halls, and they were, like, facing each other. There's, like, a very mm. iconic photo of, like, the green wall and the blue wall. Yeah. And that was the first... No, no that was the second E3 I went to. That was sick. That was so awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I was kind of hoping for that again this year, but well, what are you going to do? Not very much you can do, Chris. Oh. Uh, and that's it for the news. Do we have a fortune? Does, pa- does Patty have a fortune? Well, I've uh, I've got a fortune today, uh, but Patty's got one also. So which one do you want to hear first? Let's hear yours and then Patty's. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So Best he- for last. Here's mine, which I'm going to smartly not open right over my laptop because I usually do that and then I have to clean the laptop. All right, that broke weird. Here we go. A little courtesy will go a long way. Uh, It doesn't say anything about Spindrift. It's like a recommendation. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, it's it's definitely not a fortune, unless eh, I guess it like could if be. it could, it be. could be, I guess you'd be like, oh, yeah. you're a little courteous. It's gonna go a long way. But this is on like on the scale of fortune and non-fortune, based on it's these sort cookies of in the alone. Middle. Yeah, based on these cookies alone, right. it's leaning more this towards is pretty fortune. grading on a curve. Was so yeah. really great. Given, given these cookies never study for their tests, <laughs> it's uh it's got like a passing grade. All right. Now we've got Patty's first fortune. Okay, Patty's first Patty, you ready? Yeah, I'm uh I'm ready for this fortune. Can he open the cookie or is he uh no, but a picture right. of him will be up there <laughs> while I open the cookie. Gotcha. Okay. Does Patty also have eyes on his tail? Because he's looking at me <laughs> with one uh, eye. I mean, uh, there we go. This is, he's got both eyes now. There we go. Yeah. If, uh, uh, if you've been thinking of trying, if wanting to s- subscribe to the Patreon, this is the fucking this week is, to do there, it. I mean, it I think is. considering I've never drawn a platypus before, this was pretty good. Yeah. No, I kind of like it because it kind of looks like um, something someone would like cobble together. Like it looks like he was like carved out of like a squash, and you put like oven mitts on his face for the bill or something. I'll take it. It's good. All right. It so looks here's, like... Ew, never mind. Here, here's Patty's fortune. Uh-huh. A truly great person never puts away the simplicity of a child. All right. So it, less, that's not a fortune. It's even less of a fortune. I, don't, yeah. I honestly don't know what the fuck that means. I think it means that like you never lose sight of what it's like to be a child. Yeah. If you want to be a good person, you have to... Retained. Uh, I think it means that if I think a truly great. What if person, you want to be a great platypus? Well, whatever a baby platypus is called, you got to retain that. I don't know. That's it. I don't know. Well, there it is. All right. Well, that was uh, that was the fortunes. Re- uh, should I give the l- lucky numbers or mix them all together? Yeah. Sure. Or, or screw it. Yeah. No. Give us a right. give us a lucky number jumble. I'm gonna read them in the order they go across, which will not be in order whatsoever. Great. Th- Thirty-one. 18, 48, yes. 36, 21 and 2, 6, 51, 35, 32, 28, and 37. I have a new game for this, guys. I finally, I, I don't know why it took me so long. For now on, we each write down our six numbers like we're playing the lotto, and Dan reads them out <laughs> on the episode. Okay, I like that. I like it. Listeners, like get it. in on it. Write down your... How many numbers is it? Five or six? Uh, it is, I think, six numbers. I'm make sure. Is there like a separate lucky number? Six. or Okay. No, they're just all together. But what we could do... Great. What we could do is make this like an actual full game segment and just like mm. five rounds of five cookies. Five rounds of five cookies. The next time we one cookie per round. Maybe we'll, we'll do that in the after show so you could just burn through some cookies. Well, I don't want to burn through too many today. But it's a I think that's idea. some good Patreon content for the after okay. show. You All grab right. five cookies. Tom right. and I will make our best guesses. It's, I'm going to have so <laughs> many crumbs. This is not good. This is how you get ants. This is uh, how you get ants. I mean, we had to do something with these numbers. So, listeners out there, write down your, your numbers before you listen. Quicker. Yeah, I, I do have like 90 of them sitting in the closet still. Yeah, you got to get through them. We should make a... Uh, we'll make a numbers discord... And you can type in your numbers before the episode airs. Once the episode airs, your numbers are already locked in. So you locked can't. Locked in, locked in. Yeah. And if you go six for six, Chris will get you a steak dinner. Wow. Uh, no. <laughs> There's going to be no steak after coronavirus. No it's steak dinners. All, all right. Yeah. All righty. He'll give you a circle O. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One, oh, one. I didn't one watch the new episode. O. I didn't watch the circle Brazil yet. I got to do that. 
Although so now that Teresa's going to be working from home, that's not going to happen because she'll kill me. Yeah. She has to Wait, listen to people. Circle... Oh, it's, oh, is it like Portuguese? Yeah, it, they're going to be speaking Portuguese. It's going to be the oh, circle, God. but everyone's speaking Portuguese. Same apartment in the UK. It's great. They're all self-quarantined, so no one has to worry about coronavirus. It's a great idea. I'm very excited for it. It's out now. It just came out. So now I'm going to listen to people talk to a fake TV, so an intern's typing stuff, but they're doing it in another language. So I'm going to have to read the subtitles and the yeah, text. Yeah, you got to focus. <laughs> I can't wait for that review. <laughs> it's coming, baby. Uh, listener mail, right? Yep. Yep. Here we go. Emails at unrankedpodcast.com. You can send them in. We love to hear them. But also, the more popular way to get in touch with us now is to click the link for our Discord. Go to our Discord, and there's the questions for the pod channel. Questions for the pod. We don't answer them in the Discord. We answer them on the podcast. Tom, you want to read our first one? Absolutely. Tom, I want to hear your opinion on the drama surrounding PlayStation, Gorilla, and Horizon mm. being out on PC and how the community is negatively reacting. Oh, and your opinion on console wars and the mentality of PC Master Race. Talistar from the Discord. Uh, that's a lot to address. Um, I think that it's... If you are legitimately upset that a three-year-old PlayStation game is coming out on the PC, you need to get your priorities straight. Um, you need I to calm down. You need to calm down. I don't know if that video <laughs> that everyone is sharing where someone supposedly smashed up their PlayStation is real or like was... You, you know, yeah. it was not I meant mean, to just be a joke because it can, seemed ludicrous. <laughs> can we can we just rewind history and go back to when Microsoft started putting Xbox games onto PC and announced Halo was coming to PC and like the Master Chief Collection and stuff like that? Like there were also annoyed Xbox players. Mm -hmm. It's just look, people are so invested. Your the brands you like aren't your identity. Uh, and as much as I love Star Wars and Lost and things like that, at some point or another, these brands might do something that might annoy me. So don't take it so personally um it, and you they, should they're selling you a product they're a business they're not your friend and at the same time like honestly i have the inverse feeling i'm like wow there's this awesome game that has now was locked on the console for so long and is now accessible to the pc and people on pc are going to be able to play death stranding this summer like it's that to me is only going to improve the experience of whatever the sequel is yeah, and I don't think P PlayStation is going to start doing day and date on PC, but still, who cares? Like, okay, fine, go buy a PC. Like, I don't know what you're so annoyed about. Like, it's ridiculous to me. Um, and then, in terms of console wars and the mentality of PC Master Race, uh, I think the console console wars are, in a lot of ways, a thing of the past. Other than obviously, these exclusives going to be on PlayStation and not Xbox. But Tom, what about? PC Master Race, baby, <laughs> and not not to uh, disparage. I know we have someone here that does a podcast. I think called PC Master Race they or do, something like that. But I think but, it's tongue in cheek. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. Um, look, if you play your games on your PC and you love them there, that's great. But uh, the only Master Race is Diddy Kong Racing, baby. Right. Diddy Kong Racing, best kart racer ever made. Um, yeah, PC Master Races, whatever. I mean, they the PC has it. It's its benefits of having higher resolutions and can run things graphically. But the the argument I always come back to is the fact that games cannot be made for PC that cannot run on a console. 
for the most part, unless it's a PC exclusive. Like obviously, Half like Half Life Alex is going to be something that truly you cannot experience unless you have a high end PC. But the consoles are the beating heart of video games, and that is going to be the truth going forward. And so, as much as there is a lot of benefits on PC, there is so much more of a benefit in a lot of ways to to console gaming and consoles are so important to gaming that i think that you know but again i think the whole calling it pc master race now has become a uh yeah somewhat tongue-in-cheek and is just kind of like a joke much like the console wars are you know how people should react they should probably react like this hey dan what do you think about horizon zero dawn also now being on pc um i i didn't know that it wasn't there, there you, you go. go. That's that's pretty much how it should go. <laughs> now, what does Patty think? Is Patty a, a fan, a console wars like fanboy? What does, or? what does Patty game on? Uh, well, uh, as we discussed earlier, I can't really game on uh, on many consoles because of the whole thumbs thing. Uh, I'm more of a PC person, but at the same time, we don't really have one of those at the Brooklyn Zoo that I can By use. By PC, you mean a platypus console? Uh, no, but I guess that's a good idea. Maybe I should run with that. <laughs> okay. Great. Thank you, Patty. Uh, Patty, if you could allow Dan to read the next listener mail. It is tough to transition from holding the paper up to. <laughs> gonna, yeah. uh, <laughs> where do you end and where does Patty begin? Uh, the piece of paper. I just saw uh, the human centipede for the first time. Holy shit. Why did you watch that? Well, first I'm not of all, getting into how the did details. you just see that for the first time? I'm not getting into the details of why I watched it, but Therese and I watched The Human Centipede. Oh, my and, God. Uh, Did it get you in the mood? Man, man, is that movie <laughs> everything I thought it was. The fucking weirdo <laughs> scientist guy. Like, they couldn't have found a better freak guy to play that character. I love every let, minute of it. Before Chris, we, there before, are sequels. Before we continue, Before we continue this, I do want to tell a brief story because it actually pertains to Chris. Wait, oh. were you guys in a human centipede together? <laughs> no. Um, I, uh, the human centipede came out in 2010, which is when I was working yeah. back at Apple. Yes. And um, do you? Who is the guy who used to laugh uncontrollably that we used to work with? He was a genius, big guy, had glasses. David. Do you remember? He was with big an e, guy. David E. And he used to laugh, and when he laughed, it was like yeah. a, a wheezing kind of. Like he couldn't. I maybe it was a David. I can't remember. Um, but we were in. I learned about the Human Centipede while I was on my break at Apple, and people were talking about it, and I wasn't paying attention. I was just hearing things, and I thought that it was like a um, someone had uncovered that this doctor, like it was a documentary about how someone had uncovered these experiments <laughs> that this doctor had done, where he was like sewing people asked mouth. And I was, like, freaking out because I was, like, it was such an evil concept that I was, like, whoa, whoa. And I, like, needed answers right away. So I just <laughs> turned to them. And I was, like, is, is, is this a documentary? And that guy uh, who couldn't stop laughing. Oh, just, Troy. Troy. Yes, Troy. Troy. Troy just burst into laughter. And I thought he was going to have a heart attack because the yeah. guy <laughs> wouldn't stop laughing. And I was just trying to get an answer. Because I just needed to know what it was, and 
and he was just laughing and everyone was laughing because he was laughing. And I was like, no, someone tell me, what is this? What is happening? And Troy was just like laughing and I thought he was going to die. And I, I was so stressed out by the situation. Um, but when people explained to me what it was, I was depressed for a legit week. They showed me the trailer for the film. You should watch I it. I was depressed. Let me tell you, Therese did not know what it was. Oh when that God, movie started. So. Did she did she have the same scientific troubles with it that I was having? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, there were there were a lot of questions brought up. <laughs> there were a like lot of questions. How would that even work? Did you yeah. make it through the whole thing? Oh yeah, it's great. It's great. It's a terrible movie. It's one of the worst, worst, most horrific things I've ever seen in my life. And uh <laughs> I both am really happy that I saw it and wish that it never took place at the same time. So it's time. like a car crash. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know I'm a changed person for it. Is it am I a better oh, person man. for it? Probably not. Oh, but you know, in a we, good way or a bad way. Yeah, we have to live with these experiences. Um, before Dan, before we let Dan go again, I do want to say one <laughs> thing about this guy Troy. He told me a story which this is when I was a lot younger, and it's really improved. You know, I probably shouldn't even bring it up, but he told me about how when he was working, he was working at this like. By the way, his name's not Troy Wink. No, he's working at this PC tech shop like way before Apple, and it was like his first time there, and. This guy brings in this computer. It's like an old guy brings in this computer. And he's like, you know what? There's a really morbid story. I shouldn't tell this story. I'm just going to stop here. Wait, save it for the post show. Save it for the post show. Okay, I'll tell it on the post show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell it on the post show. Oh, man. Damn, what do you got for that question? Are we ready for questions again? Or are we still talking about Troy? No, we're done with Troy. I'll send him a message. Tell him to listen to the episode. This one comes in from Psych Mike, who I'm pretty sure is not Troy. Uh, via the Discord. No, he's not. What is everyone's favorite word? Mine is advantageous and wheelhouse. Uh, I'm going to go with plethora. Ooh. That's your favorite word. Why not? I don't know. Or fuck. Fuck's my favorite word. Fuck is a good But like, for, yeah. for words I think are cool, ple- plethora's up there. Yeah. I mean, if I was, if I would use my most frequent phrases, it'd be something like, I say <laughs> hell yeah all the time whenever I'm like, oh, that's a cool thing and I'm excited about it. So like... At, the Discord, you'll find me saying hell yeah like a dozen times, no problem. That's a, that's a fun way to look at it. So like in Futurama, like when they make uh, Bender into a bomb, if he says his top ten favorite yeah. phrases, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which are, I believe, um, bite my shiny metal daffodil, some, something yeah. in there, daffodil ass or something like that. I forget the full ten words. I think it was that, yeah. But anyway, Tom, you have a favorite word? Um, I like bugger. I, all the swear words are good shit. Okay, well, Talk. I think I think I think we're looking for non-swear words here because of what he went with. As yeah, examples. that's why I went with plethora. I felt like yeah. it was a real word. Um, you know what I like? I like actually no. <laughs> <laughs> um, words, isn't there? <laughs> um, you know the real perfect, long one? It's a perfectly cromulent word. Uh, God, I like amalgamation. Mm-hmm. Okay, go with uh, anti-disestablishmentarianism. Yeah, mm. did I get the right? Juxta- did I get the right? Juxtaposition, <laughs> cruxolithophic. Right, juxtaposition is a good one. Onomatopoeia. R- uh, that one's really good. Yeah, because good it's one. because of what it is. Correct. Um, yeah, big fan of that. Big fan of onomatopoeia. There we go. Mm. There it is. Onomatopoeia. All right. Uh, oh, that was the whole question. Okay. <laughs> uh, a new billboard Patty's number one. Patty's favorite word is pandemic, by the way. 
Oh, great one. Great one. Uh, a new Billboard number one hit single will be made from the unranked segment transition music you guys voice over. Which one would be the best to hear on the radio nonstop this summer and why? Slate via Discord. All right, well, so we have, let's listen to all four of them. All right. I already know mine, but go ahead. So, again, this is on loop on the radio that you're going to hear these. For like two and a half minutes. What's that? Not a game. That's a shame. It's off topic. Oh yeah, let's sit down for some clowning around. Games! I love games! Hell yeah, I love games! Let's talk about games! <laughs> news. News! And there's this one. I hate everything. <laughs> the world brings me much pain. I'm gonna I'm let lame. you guys vote first, but I know uh, where I'm putting my I'm gonna token. go number four. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, also going number complaints. four. I, lo- I love the complaints one. I do like Dan just going, news, 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 and for two minutes straight, that would be pretty funny. I think... But the, the I, one with Tuner is really fucking good. And, and this is this is not saying anything against Dan, but games and news are both so high energy <laughs> that listening to either of those multiple times would be really bad so i think it has to be off topic or complaints and off topic we get really annoying fast but complaints <laughs> is fucking listen to alex call Is himself lame over and over on loop i want it. more lyrics though out of him yeah if someone out there wants to write more lyrics send him in we if someone wants to write lyrics him. for um like the intro the outro maybe for the game segment send it to us we'll look at him. we will double check to make sure they're not just the same lyrics from someone else's show yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom, um, there's one more so here. So Disney World is officially closing. So oh, well, along I'm, with the uh, Disneyland. Yeah. So I will not be going to Disney World next week. Oh, dude, that's such a bummer. Are you able yeah. to uh, recoup any of those costs? Hopefully, I I hope so. <laughs> uh, I will deal with that tomorrow. That is a tomorrow problem. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Um, yeah. Oh, well, I have one more question. Mm-hmm. What is your greatest pet peeve? It may have been answered previously, but I was sitting across someone who chewed and breathed so loudly I couldn't eat anymore, along with slurping and smacking because it was because it was hot. I just couldn't even. What is that? Could mean? not even. Yeah, that's they're just like I like, just couldn't, couldn't even, even deal with no, it. No, 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 no. Yeah. Along with slurping and smacking because it was oh, hot. like like. But what's the when you're drinking soup? With it? Yeah. Well, because, oh, because the I soup see, was hot. I like, see. I gotcha. It, right, right, right. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I thought you know like, me. I'm I'm a slurper smacker. <laughs> I'm a slurper smacker. I'm a crumpler. Yeah, I'm a crumpler. <laughs> I yells at me all the time for slurping. I'll just I'll I'll slurp everything. I'll take this. I'll be like. <laughs> well, that yeah, that I would I would I, would, I can see that being I annoying. Smack you for that. <laughs> um, greatest pet peeve. I really hated in high school, this is going to be so specific, but one of the things I hated were um, my child is an honor student um, bumper sticker, and I just hated all of the parents of the kids who were like so proud of their children, but I knew that their kids were the biggest pieces of shit. <laughs> and that, that, that in high school like drove me insane all the time. Sure. Um, greatest that's a fair pet one. peeve. That's, that's a good one. Um, mine's like people talking. Well, really, people on the train forgetting they're like in a place with a lot of other people that are trying mm-hmm. to just like 
be there and not yeah. be in someone else's living room. <laughs> Mine would be uh, people that are in the way. Because they're oh, doing in the something way else. Yeah. Get rid of them. Especially here in the city. They, they don't understand, like... They're like, oh, I'm going to walk on the wrong side of this aisle. I'm going to, like, pay attention. Like, if you're going somewhere to accomplish a thing, fucking keep your head up and you pay attention. You get it done and get the hell out of my way. Everyone at Whole Foods was fucking on their phone just, like, stamming around while it was, like, chaos in there. The amount of times I, like, almost ran into someone with a cart because they're just walking forward looking down at their phone. It's worse when someone's walking the same direction as you at the same speed and then all of a sudden decides, I'm not going to turn. I'm just going to stop completely. Ugh. <laughs> uh, one of my biggest pet peeves, so right now I'm doing a lot of uh, freelancing work, mm-hmm. uh, and the biggest annoyance is that I'll be in talks for working on a certain edit or like doing a contract position, and if they're not interested, they won't just say, like, hey, we're moving on to something else, or like with this, we're not going to be having you come and do this edit or this work. They'll just stop emailing me, and I will have to constantly be like hey what's happening with this and only after like a couple of emails will they be oh yeah we're not going down this route or whatever that shit annoys me to no end yeah just let me know that like we're not ghosting is no longer just for dating culture tom dude ghost ghosting when it comes to work stuff is i think it's inexcusable i think it's so uh it happens all the time it's just a part of like normal culture now that is my biggest pet peeve. It's because it's because you can't get away from people anymore. It's like, you know, we all grew up at a time where like you still had to um like know someone's phone number to call right. them and like now you can reach everyone all the time like no one has any any like a minute to breathe away from another human being. So that, like now when they're also connected, hyper connected to like people that they're working with, it's just like I think people are just like they can't handle. They can't they can't even, Tom. They can't even. They cannot even. Well, I can't. Even I'm not saying it's an excuse. I just think that's why. No, I, I, I mean, I get it, um, and I'm not saying that I've been perfect and I haven't dropped the ball when it comes to shit like that. But uh, just the, just the fact that like my livelihood is like on the line in a lot of these cases, um, and my, you know, my career and everything, and to them, it's just another job that needs to be fulfilled. I just wish people. I know a lot of people who have been very lucky in their careers and I just wish that they would, you know, pay it forward. But sure, yeah. It is what it is. Yep. It is what it is. It's true. Uh does the platypus have a pet peeve, Dan? Let's see. Can you pet the platypus's peeve? Jesus. <laughs> that is now my pet peeve when people <laughs> try to pet my peeve. <laughs> Perfect. Amazing. Um Alex is not here. So we are not going to have a complaint. We already heard himself call himself lame. Um, you know, I'm just curious what, like... I hate everything. The world brings me much pain. I'm lame. I hate everything. I just want to see if we the can get, like, a minute. The world brings me much pain. Like, I'm lame. I hate everything. The world brings me much pain. I'm lame. I hate <laughs> this is like torture. Oh my god! I you know what it's I couldn't missing? do it. I think you need that little drum beat to come in behind the "I'm lame" to like make it like oh, a continuous yeah. beat. So you you're need, right. Like, the if this were gonna be like the radio edit, yeah. it would have it would have a a continuous backbeat. That's a good shout out, Dan. That's yeah. a good shout out. I like that. Yeah, I'm sure you could edit it into something a little bit more 
listenable to. That's tough though. That that would be tough to get through. A little more palatable. Yeah, that's Not definitely the next time there's a punishment. I already know I'm putting. Uh, you have to listen to the complaint song for a minute straight oh, or something. On there. And we get you to take have... our we get to take our headphones out. You have to listen. Right, to you it. have to listen to it exclusively. <laughs> but he wouldn't though. He wouldn't listen to it. He'd like mute his headphones somehow. Yeah, and he'd be like, "Oh, this sucks." Yeah, this I'll say, I'll say, I, and I agree with you. In a normal situation, that would probably happen. But I feel like whenever we do the power or, or punishment style things, he's usually been good about okay. uh, about doing that. But otherwise, you're right. He, if in a normal scenario, I think scenario, he should have to drive down the street playing it loudly out of his car. Oh my god! No, it should be his ringtone <laughs> <laughs> for Brit. Uh, his ringtone for Brit when oh she calls. <laughs> Who's got a game? I have a game. So this week we are going to play Raid That Game Game. Yes. I am going to give you five games. You are going to have to guess as accurately as possible what they scored on IGN's site. And this week, the topic is games dealing with virus outbreaks. So I have five games dealing with virus <laughs> outbreaks. Um, and uh, if you, it's lowest score wins. If you get the score perfect, uh, you get minus five points. Minus point um, five. Minus point five. Can, can Patty play? Uh, sure, Patty can play. My answer for every single one of them is going to be 6.9 because 69. <laughs> oh, Patty, you scoundrel. Uh, what are we gonna do with you? All right, cool. Yes, yeah, so, Patty okay. could win. It's possible. <laughs> I know. I know. It's. Okay, I think so it's a fair way of doing 6. it. Six point nine. Okay, <laughs> I'll I'll keep uh, those. So we'll do we'll do it. Um, just text me, um, uh, one by one, and okay. we'll and then we'll just do everything at the end. Great. Cool. So the first game we're gonna be talking about is Plague Inc. Plague Inc. Mm. is a real-time strategy simulation video game developed and published by UK-based independent game studio Endemic Creations. The player creates and evolves a pathogen in an effort to annihilate the human population with a deadly plague. The game uses an epidemic model with a complex and realistic set of variables to simulate the spread and severity of the plague. So this was that game that released on iOS, um, like early 2010s. Um, and yeah, that is that. Okay, so we got two scores here. I think I probably. Well, you have three scores. Six, six point nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you guys play that one back in the day? No. Oh, yeah, I've played the heck out of that game. It's awesome. Yeah. I think I'm gonna watch Contagion tonight. Oh, dude, it's so funny seeing that on like on like um, iTunes is like one of the highest like selling movies right now. Like it's. I think people are doing bracket. it for research purposes. Yeah, for research purposes. I liked fucking it when David it came Soderberg. out. No, I that saw game, it in that theaters. Movie I'll watch it again. Nah, fuck that movie. All right, next it was fine. game. No, it's a terrible film. Steven Soderbergh. It was hack. fine. Uh, so uh, the next game is called Nightmare Creatures. Nightmare Creatures is a 1997 survival horror video game developed by Callisto Entertainment for PlayStation, PC, and Nintendo 64. A sequel, Nightmare Creatures 2, was released three years later. A mobile phone version of Nightmare Creatures was developed and published by Gameloft in 2003. Gameloft? So this is a single-player-only game. Nightmare Creatures allows the player to control either Ignatius or Nadia. Secondary weapons such as pistols, mines, firebombs, and magic spells can be used in addition to each character's primary weapon. So it's um it's a side-scrolling shooter, as I'm 
uh, what this game oh. is. Oh. Yeah, side-scrolling shooter game. All righty. Okay. All right, and the next game, Resident Evil, the original game for the PlayStation. And is the first in the Resident Evil series. The player's character is a member of a special law enforcement task force who is trapped in a mansion populated by dangerous mutated creatures. The objective of the game is to uncover the mystery of the mansion and ultimately escape alive. The game graphic consists of real-time 3D polygonal characters and objects superimposed over pre-rendered backdrops with fixed camera angles. What do we think the original Resident Evil received from IGN? Not a lot of questions on this one. Dan and I are able to just fire them out. Bim, bam, well, because usually it's Alex just not listening at all. That's <laughs> true. He'd be like, that wait, what did you just say? I, I was busy watching uh, Maury. <laughs> Maury. <laughs> Maury. Uh, um, okay, the next game is called Dark Sector. It is a third-person shooter video game developed by Digital Extremes for the 360 and PlayStation 3. The game is set in the fictional Eastern Bloc country of Lazria and centers on protagonist Hayden Tenno a morally ambivalent CIA cleanup man while trying to intercept rogue agents named Robert Menza. Hayden's right arm is infected with the fictional Technocyte virus, which gives him the ability to grow a three-pronged glaive at will. Uh, I actually played Dark Sector. It's that game cover with the guy, and he's got like a metal arm, and it has like the... He has like a three-pronged boomerang, and he can throw it. Does Dark Sector, the guy also... Does he have like a jetpacky? No, no jetpack. Uh, what am I thinking no of? No jetpack. No jetpack. Uh, okay, cool. Dope. And then we have one final game. Shellshock 2 Blood Trials is a first-person shooter video game developed by Rebellion Developments and published by Ados Interactive for Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360. It is a sequel to Shellshock Nam 67. Okay. okay. All right, all our answers are in. Oh, interesting. Okay. I really, I really want... Uh... Uh, Patty to win this one. Right, right, Patty right. might win this. Let's see. Let's see who wins. I'm I'm keeping track of Patty's score here, unless Tom's already doing it. Uh, I am. Yeah, I'm gonna contabulate everyone's score, including Patty. Great. So just give me a moment. Tom's favorite word is contabulate. Yeah, that's it now. <laughs> Tom is doing math. He is trying hard. Alex sucks. <laughs> <laughs> There's free shots on Alex time right now, Jesus. Well, we earlier we earlier we theorized he might just be at a dinner thing that he called a work oh. call. All right. Okay. Wow. Wow. Impr- interesting. Interesting. I'm you must go about this a completely different way than I would do it. How are you doing it? Uh, Easy math. I mean, I'm not doing it cuz I don't have the, the the answers, but if I did sure. it I would just look at the first one, and I'd be like, okay, Chris was plus six here, minus three there, and the that's next what one. I'm doing. That, that's what I'm doing. Are you carrying, like, fractions and decimals? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I would just update them one at a time. But I also probably would have done it as we were going. I don't know. Yeah, I usually do it as we're going, so I know I just have, like, a running tally. I have all of your numbers, and then I'm doing the math afterwards. All right, Jeez. spoiler alert, Patty did not do so hot. <laughs> oh, boy. I feel like these were mostly This whole games. game is bullshit. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, I have scores. Okay, so the first game was Plague, Inc. Uh, Chris, what did you give this game? 
I don't know. Uh, 8.6. You gave it an 8.6. Dan? It's a great game. Let's see, I gave this game a uh, 7.3. So Dan was closer. Um, this game was a flat 7. Wow. Oh, so that's Patty shocking. was closer. That is pa- shocking. Most was the closest on this one, yes. <laughs> most mobile games blew back then, so that's a surprise. They they said that it was a, a lot of fun, but they didn't find that there was uh, much to do past the basics. Yeah, it's so a phone game. Is... <laughs> um, okay, the next game, Nightmare Creatures. Chris, do you know what you gave it? Uh, 7.6. And Dan? 7.0. Uh, so... You were both close, but Dan was closer. Uh, Nightmare Creatures got a 6.5. So Dan okay. was 0.5 off. Chris, 1.1. And Patty was how much far off? Uh, he was 0.4. <laughs> oh, there you go. Patty's doing the best so far. Patty's so doing far, okay. So far. Uh, okay, the next game. Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil. Chris? I guess an 8. And Dan? I went with 8.8. So obviously you guys both went higher. Um, Chris, you were close, but Dan was closer. It was an 8.7. Wow. Oh, wow. So Dan was only 0.1 off. <laughs> and Patty was terribly off. <laughs> yes, and Patty was terribly off. Chris didn't lose a, a beat, really, uh, 0.7. Um, okay, the next game, Dark Sector. I put a 7 on this. I went 7.6. So this, funnily enough, was a 7.7, which means you guys both got the same difference again. Oh. Um, so Chris, uh, 0.7, and then Dan was one under instead of being, uh, sorry, was 0.1 under instead of being 0.1 over. So uh, he only gets 0.1 for this. And then the last game, Shell Shock 2 Blood Trials. What did you guys guess? I guessed 4.6. Oh, wow. I thought I went low. Uh, 6.1. So, Chris, you actually recouped some point six. It was a four point six. Wow. Uh, so you got negative point five there. What are the and odds of that? And then Dan, uh, what was it like a one point one point five on that one? One point, yeah, one point. Yeah, one point five. So the results are in third place: Patty with six point one. <laughs> uh Chris, you did come in second with 3.6, but that did help you out quite a bit because you weren't too far behind Dan, who won with a 2.5. I, got a, I still got a wing streak going, don't I, when I'm, on, when I'm here? That's true. That is very true. When you are here, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Which no wheel will tonight. be for the next... Yeah. No, uh, no wheel tonight because we're going to do the co-host clash, Family Feud game for next week. Um, Can we boy. add a punishment to the wheel? Can we add a punishment to the wheel? Yeah. Like what? Like a positive patient? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, you know what I'll do? I'll put it on there, and we'll see what happens in the future. How about how about uh, have a chat with Patty about the pandemic? Uh, that should be a Patreon reward, I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't think we need any punishment. I was just fucking around, but whatever. Uh, let's get out of here. Let's do it. Dan. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at BigDanny15 or on PlayStation with the same name, BigDanny15, or BigDanW815, I think, at this point <laughs> on Xbox. I haven't been on in a while. I actually don't remember my screen name offhand. Uh, if you need to find Patty, you can find Patty over at the uh, Brooklyn Zoo. 
uh, if you need any more information on pandemics. And uh, also uh, at Patty Pandemic Platypus. <laughs> if you want to find Patty on Twitter. Uh, Tom? Uh, Great Brit Tom on each and every platform. Uh, go check out our YouTube stuff. Our pack stuff did very well. Multiple thousands of views on some of those videos. So thank you so much right. for tuning into that. Wish we could do it again for E3, but that ain't happening this time. Uh, but yeah, Great Britom on each and every platform. I'm Christian underscore Humes. We, of course, are the Unranked Podcast. Check out all of our links in the show notes. And until next time, forever and ever, stay safe, wash your hands, wash your ass, and stay unranked. Maybe don't suck, suck it. it. Uh, no, don't suck it. That's probably pretty bad. No, the, you, uh, you should definitely suck no. it. You know what? Slurp it. <laughs>